Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be looking ahead to the action in the Under 20 Club Championship. Um, games which are taking place this weekend looking back on last weekend's final between Beltorbid and Neve Breed uh, we'll also be looking back on the action from the Ulster ladies minor semi-final where Lorgan got the better of St. Enda's in Oma last uh, last Sunday we'll hear from Aideen Coyle we'll also hear from the manager Neve Daly and Quiva Halpin the captain of the side as well but before we get into that Paul Fitzpatrick sports editor of the anglo Celt joins me Paul um, let's I suppose let's talk briefly about last night Thursday night out in Breffney Arms um, good panel show put together by Brady's Arva uh, the Volkswagen dealers there in Arva but a hell of a lineup and a good night's crack for a really good cause it was Damien I really enjoyed it to be honest with you I was, I was dreading doing it because even though we're, we have done thousands of hours of podcasting and, and so on I'm always a bit nervous about doing these things. You never know how they're going to go, but lucky enough, I had a good pro like yourself to to keep the ship on the right course. And the the panel was brilliant. The where yeah, you know, you knew from about five minutes in that it was going to be good crack, and you know, everyone was on good form. And Colin O'Rourke, I have to say, stole the show. He was he was just excellent. I saw him at the up in Kells at the We Are Me the Wars the week before, but um, and he spoke really well at that. Very succinct, touched the right note. Very positive and about Mead football, but also very witty. Mm. And he he can't not be witty because he's very droll. And uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Did it come across? He was always good on TV. But did it come across on TV as well as it comes across in person? Yeah. He was really, really good, really funny, and his comic timing is as good as any comedian. He was excellent. Actually, the only regret I'd have was that we didn't just have a mic in his hand the whole time because some of the quips that he came out with during comments about like, other people saying stuff were, were just comic gold. I thought yeah. he, he's, but he 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 walks that tightrope very very well like he started off slagging Cav and after you asked him about uh, the, the comment of, of you know it's a great job loads of money and, and, and you get your summers off if you're the Cavan manager but he then went on to compliment Cavan and basically say look at Garner would win the Mead Senior Championship mm. no doubt about it if they were in Mead you know so he, he knows how to how to slag but also then to compliment which is a great balance that he has well his his roots are very close to Arva of Ass. he's only a few miles mm. out the road and he told a story about his father um, and his his elder brothers walking cattle through Arva to the mart back in the day and he had a thing called Monaghan Day at that time uh, yeah so he, very interesting man I thought Tomas O'Shea was brilliant as well um, Mark McKeever as well excellent added yeah. the, the local knowledge Kieran Kilkenny was really good Like great slagging with him and, 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 and O'Rourke yeah and you know Kilkenny as well as an absolute A-lister. So he, he added a lot of stardust to that. Uh, you had Matt Duffy there as well from Longford, who's going to play AFL. And then, not forgetting Kieran Brady, the local hero. And like 
when we welcomed them all into the one by one into the room, we kept the hollow to last, and it nearly took the roof off the place. It, it was such a warm welcome <laughs> for him in the week that was in it, and the performance he put in. Yeah, uh, it was it was really good. So it was a great night for a great cause, and you'd have to take your hat off to Parry Brady and his wife Kalisa and all the Brady family because the, the work they put into it, and it, it raised. I think it was about seven thousand six hundred euro. Oh wow! I didn't see the number. Yeah, so like brilliant. There were people there last night. With it was taking a while actually during the raffle to to get the winners because people had so many tickets. Yeah, fistfuls of, tic- of tickets, and the prizes were brilliant. Um, actually, that led to one of O'Rourke's best quips when you were reading out the the prizes, and you were like, two tickets to Coldplay, two tickets to Bruce Springsteen, tickets to the All Ireland Football Final, which we hope will be Cavan and Mead. Take us to the Horland. And before you got that out, you could hear O'Rourke under his breath says, well, Coldplay will be the most entertaining there. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. Very, very good. Yeah, I know. Excellent. So, look, congratulations to all involved. Delighted it it, uh, it worked out well. And, and, and a big thank you to to um, Porg and Kalisa for inviting us to the event and, and allowing us to be part of it. Um, and all of it was in aid of Yana's Four Leaf Clover. A wonderful, wonderful cause. And again, if you get the opportunity to uh, do anything for the fundraising uh, drive there for, for that um, brilliant cause, please do so. Um, okay, we'll start off, Paul. Last weekend, Beltorbet got the better of Neve Breed in, in lacking in the Division 4 on the 20 final. Um, comfortable win for, for Beltorbet, really. Neve Breed. They, they would have gone in as underdogs, but they'll be very disappointed with the performance because a lot of uncharacteristic mistakes, missed shots from players that were capable of scoring and dropped shorts. But but Torbert really, really hit the note and, and, and smothered that game out from minute one to the end. Well, they had this game more or less wrapped up at halftime, to be fair. Um, there were, were the nine points up at halftime in this yeah. one. Uh, started really well, succession of good scores. By half, there were six points to no score up after twenty six minutes, one six to no score at half time. So there was no coming back from that. They stretched it out then to to one twelve to four points. Uh, top scorers was F- uh, Fionn Donahue with six points, uh, four from play. Josh McGovern one two. Augustus Solis got a point. Sean O'Reilly got two frees. Luke McVanny got got a point on the Navy team. Jack Dunn had three frees. Niall Young had two frees, and Dean Sherlock got a point. So. Just the one point from play for, for the Red Hills and, and Drummond Lee men. Young Donahue is, is a real talent. There's 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 a bit of stardust involved in him that's um former Calvin goalkeeper, Aaron Donahue's son. And he's he is very, very good. I was very impressed with McGovern at centre half forward as well. Lovely balance and agility and very comfortable on the ball. And then the, those few big men, um Luke Luke Mulvaney and, and Liam can't think of Liam's second name there was in the middle of the field but really good high fielders there's a nice balance to that team it's it, it, it's it, it look and I know it was division four under 20 football but there's still a bit at least in Beltorba to be looking and saying well there's a bit of something we can work with here coming through yeah well they had a minor team that that made a final as well and lost to Temple Port and they were missing one of their one or two of their best players and they're on the 13 team I think won a final as well so yeah Beltorba there's definitely green shoots there at Beltorba Definitely is, definitely is. Um, okay, we'll move up to Division 1 because the semi-finals took place this weekend which have led to the final between Gauna and Rama United. Gauna getting the better of Cúhollands in the first of the semi-finals out in Lacken. A little bit on the strength, Gauna, and still managing to, to win this game 
not quite pulling up, but they definitely looked like they, they had another gear to go to in it. Um, Connor Casey with the goal for for Gauna, and I, I I would even say well, Connor finished was it one one I think he finished with. I haven't got the notes in front of me here, but he um, one two I think he got yeah. one two and I'm sorry one one you're right and 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 by no means a good game by his standard. He he was in and out of it himself and Philip Smith were kind of letting each other play a lot of the time, um, but. I suppose from from a Gauna point of view, they had so many threats. Ryan Brady in the middle of the field done very well. Owen Harton come up with three or four points. Dara Madden had a really good game. Um, Shani Harton, I thought, was the usual energetic self, controlling the Killian Brady at full back. And then they had Shane Donahue, a younger brother of Ryan Donahue's in a corner forward. That was um, that was really good on freeze. He's got a beautiful strike of a ball. So they Gowna side had, has a lot of talent in it, a lot of ability in it. Torlick Farley was the main leader for Cuhollins. I, I think he kept them in the game, really. I thought he had an excellent game at middle of the field. Uh, finished with five or six points. Seven, actually. And Seven. Four of those from play. Yeah. And, 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 and uh, all really good scores, too. You know, he scored on his left foot. He scored long range. He took frees from very, very acute angles. Um, I thought he had an excellent game. I thought McCann at full forward actually was quite good. Um, real good ball winner. I showed excellently for for Hollins as well. But mm. um, all in all, just it's it's a strong gown of team. It is a strong team when you look through it there. Like um, from the from their senior championship win inside, like including Darren Madden who came on the senior final. Those lads scored one ten, I think, out of one. What did they score one eleven? They might have scored one nine out of out of one eleven. Ryan Brady with two, Owen Harton with three, Connor Casey with one one, Dara Madden with five points. Only one point of that came from from dead balls as well. Dara got a free, hmm. so a real strong core group of lads. Obviously, the two Hartons in there as well, um, and they have a small panel, but for the average quality in the panel is, is stupidly good. <laughs> yeah, like you know, there's sixteen or seventeen players, and and when they get Cormac Brady back and Dara McConnell back. They probably have about eight or nine county standard under twenty lads, and, mm-hmm. and, and in the case of someone on county senior standard lads, so it's a really, really talented side. The Hollands, I suppose, runs off the year for them. They'll be disappointed um, to finish with no silverware. Yeah, you know they they're disappointed in the intermediate championship after after having a great run in the league, got promoted, probably never got over that setback of losing that league final to Nutbride. Uh, so yeah, that it's the end of the road for Cahollins, but there's a lot of good young talent there as well. Yeah, definitely more to come. Um, the other semi-finals saw Rami United get the better of Knockbride in, in a real high-scoring affair. Um, I think this was a a, a a really entertaining game by all accounts. <laughs> yeah, three thirteen for Ram or two twelve for Knockbride, and it was it was a funny game. Both sides had runs where they would score four, five, six points or get a goal or two, and um, it was sort of ebbing and flowing like that. Oliver McChrystal, I think, was a standout forward on show he finished with 1-5 most of that coming or sorry yeah well, I think it was 1-5 most of that coming from play um, Aaron Tynan as well had a really good game for Rammer the middle of the field Shane Keane and, and Nathan Levy Valencia played well so there's quite a few of the Rammer lads who were blooded in the senior championship this year um, who possibly mightn't have been were not for the injury crisis so there was a silver lining yeah. into that for Rammer I think a lot of those fellas got a, got a significant amount of game time over the course of the year and you know, there's no bad players on this Rammer side either. Like uh, Jensen Tynan, wasn't he? Was he full back on the Cavan Miners this year? Yep. You have Martin Comey there in the, in the back line as well. Uh, Park Morgan played wing back in the Cavan Miners a couple of years ago. James O'Hara and Tomas Lynch completing that half back line. 
you've Matthew Smith there as well who I don't think Matthew scored in this game and he's been marked by Kyle McCabe depends who you talk to wasn't at the game some people mm. said Kyle McCabe uh, held him very well others said Matthew was still highly influential so I'd say that the truth is somewhere in the middle there but um, yeah Rammer will be Rammer will be thrilled now to get through to this final <clears throat> they've been very strong in underage in general in the last couple of years uh, looking at the upright side you know a lot of the same faces that we saw in the in the junior championship in their run to the final some real quality on that on the bright side as well, but they'll be disappointed just to come up short now in this in the semi final. It was just sort of a sort of a up and down type of game. Rammer lost their goalkeeper Oshin Rourke to a black card, uh, and he gave away a penalty which was subsequently scored. So it was a double blow. Right. So if he from he went off, including the penalty, they conceded two five during that period. So now Bright did take advantage of the extra man. And that was a defining incident in the game, but it didn't in the end up it didn't affect the result. Rammer had enough quality there, so it sounded like a cracker. It's funny coming out from the um the Garna Cuhullins game, I was speaking to a Garna man. I'll not I'll not hang him out to dry who it was, but I said that he's look at you very strong on the twenty team there, he'll be favourites to win it. Oh no, not Bright are a really good side. <laughs> so <laughs> they uh, they expected not Bright to come through on that one, so they did. The final uh, takes place then this Sunday at 4pm on the 3G pitch. 3G pitch is going to be very busy this weekend. It's where all the games are taking place. Um, Down against Ramey United, Maggie Farley is the referee. Uh, do you care to call it? Well, I think Down will be favourites for this game, considering there's so much talent there from the senior championship winning team. But I do think it's a good a good Ramer side. Uh, so I don't think there'll be a huge amount in that. I'd say the Garner lads are a little bit tired at this stage as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, which um, certainly when you see like the likes of McConnell there, Cormac Brady, th- those lads are injured. You're, you were saying that uh, Connor Casey just was a wee bit tired looking. So they probably have it in the legs at this stage. It's been a long year. They, yeah. they also had the extra few weeks training for the Ulster Club as well. I know it was only one game, but um, a good bit of effort would have gone into that. So uh, I, I imagine it'll be pretty close. I haven't seen either side, but know a lot of the players, and there's a, there's a, a lot of quality. I'm looking forward to it. So I know I'm not going to call it. I would say that Garner would, would be favourites. I would say if Ramo were to win it, I think it would be a mild surprise. Is this Garner going for three in a row? Well, with Southern Gales, I'm not sure, actually. I must check that back. Um, the first year... They beat Hollands in the final with, as Southern Gales. Oh, that was Southern Gales, yeah. okay. I think this is the first year they've gone on their own under 20 now in a long time. Okay, okay. Yeah, still three finals in a row for a lot of these players, though. Oh, yeah, have. absolutely. Connor Casey and Ryan Brady and... Owen Hart and Cormac Brady if he's fit to play so um, yeah should be an interesting one um, ok the Division 2 semi-finals are taking place this weekend on the 3G pitch on Sunday at 12 o'clock it's Kingscourt taking on Cavan Gales and at 2 o'clock it's Butler's Bridge taking on Coot Hill and then on Saturday evening it's the Division 3 final St Thomas's which is Balanya and then taking on Larry United Pat Clark's the referee for that one so uh, we'll be bringing you the re- resulting report from that one uh, on next week's podcast. So it's getting down to the last couple of games and uh, last couple of weekends. I think that's it. There's only be two weekends left in the club calendar. So by the by the uh, the 10th of December, club football will be over just in time for it to start again <laughs> with, the, with the county calendar and the Mechanic Cup very, very quick. So. Yeah, county football coming up soon now. So like, there's going to be big, big interest in Cavan now in the Mechanic Cup. New manager, mm. obviously. Uh, you know, there's going to be serious intrigue around who's going to be in this team. Is there new faces? Is there, are there old faces gone? Um, it's been a, it's been a quite a 
tight lipped camp so far. Yeah. Not much coming out of it, which is bad for us, but probably good for them. <laughs> we, it's hard you know. to know. It's a fine balance. <laughs> yeah, it's well, a fine I, balance. I think if I was if I was over a team, you would you'd like to, to keep as much as you can in house, but we could try to try to uh, keep it out house. But uh <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think there's gonna be massive interest in that and you could see huge crowds at some of these McKenna Cup games, which which is great to see, I suppose. Yeah, you could do. You could do. I'll I'll not get into the reverse of it. That, yeah, yeah. I I, I think you, you can you can run the balance of it being too tight. You know, you you've got to get the public to want to go to these games too, and tight lipped all the time doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be uh, the public are going to be behind it either so it's a fine balance I think Colin O'Rourke has struck it fairly well he he, he definitely motivated the mead charges you were telling me last Saturday night um, when he when he uh, done his speech up in up in the Blackwater in Kells so um, you got you got to get them all behind you um, okay Brady's Arva Limited Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Okay, so I'm delighted to be joined by Aideen Coyle to look back on the action from Lorgan Miners Ulster semi-final victory up in Healy Park in Oma where they got the better of St. Enders one goal and eight to six goals and five uh, but before we hear from Aideen let's hear from the captain of the side Quiva Halpin and the manager Neve Fitzpatrick I've been reminded or Fitzsimons Fitzsimons is very important yeah. she's no longer daily so it's Neve Fitzsimons from Killing Care who's now managing Lorgan <laughs> <laughs> Delighted to be joined by the Lorgan Minor winning uh, manager after a fantastic semi-final win here. Neve, you're now looking forward to an Ulster final in two weeks' time. Yeah, it's absolutely massive. Um, yeah, I suppose to get back-to-back Ulster final appearances is a massive thing for our club and for these girls in particular. Um, but no, it's an honour to be part of them, um, part of this group of people and this group of girls. And yeah, to get back to that stage is just massive. We had a, a good win there today. Um I suppose goals got us over the line really. Uh, we were telling the girls at half time to start kicking the ball over the bar. But look, it's brilliant to, to get to these to these games and to this level and to bring the kind of club's name up onto the Ulster stage is just massive. Yeah, and look, talk about them goals. 11 minutes of absolute brilliance from your team. Five goals within 11 minutes. Three went to Kira Brady, who I believe was a late addition to the team. But again, it shows the power you have up front and the, the rootlessness of your attackers. Oh, absolutely. Like, do you know, Kira Brady. Per um, Ella, Mor- Ella Morgan, or yeah, Ella Morgan, she she had a groin injury. We took her off in the last game. Uh, she had a niggle. She had she sat out training for two weeks. She kind of got to go ahead for today. And in fairness to her, and it showed really maturity above her years. She came over literally just when the warm up finished and said, "Neve, this is this is picking at me here. I don't think I can play." And all we could turn around and say, "Credit to you, Ellen." You know, or Ella, you just did that for the team. So Kira Brady slotted in. We end up moving uh, Ellen Murray from corner forward out to playing that kind of. Uh, 
more kind of defending role in the wing half uh, forward position and Kira came on and scored three goals she's excellent look she's a soccer style player she has that kind of X factor that you like um, she's a young girl first year minor still in under 16 was down at county under 16 trials yesterday herself and Emma Cullen so it's great to get them girls kind of coming on into the stage and it's great for the future of the club to have them young girls stepping up to this level yeah and while you got the goals it was no mean an easy job uh, your backs were put to the wall for large periods of time but again your back line was immense Cora McDonnell lost count of how many blocks she got I thought Ava Hayes Kiva had been put in massive shifts at midfield as well but it took a lot of defending at times as well Oh, a lot of defending and we knew that coming into this game we knew they had four or five key forwards that kind of had been doing all the damage for them um, but yeah look them girls they were just exceptional I know we've relied on our backs so many times in games and today was no different like their, their backs were to the wire from the very get go um, Quiva Halpin and Ava Hayes in midfield like I'd love to know what they've clocked in distance wise they were exceptional we said even ourselves on the line here we were like God Quiva does look fecked Ava went off with cramp with about 7-8 minutes to go so it does show the work rate of them girls but yeah Cora McDonald there a full back like you know the ball she comes out with the amount of blocks you had Christina then and um, Sydney then either side of her and like them girls they've played at every stage now do you know Sydney one year was county minor under 16 captain so do you know they know what it's like this doesn't face them. They're they're excited now. They're looking forward to another Ulster final. And like we have girls coming on the, from the bench there. That you know our team doesn't weaken. And I think that's that's credit to the panel of girls we had. Um, Blonnet Farley there. Uh, she hasn't. She's been kind of injured on and off all year. Come on today. So you know our panel's growing as I keep saying. And it's just massive to get these girls onto a field. And it it brings the kind of connection together for them girls. And like they're all delighted. Should have heard the bus on the way up. Um, there was girls plaiting hair, girls singing songs. So look, they're they're best friends, and that's the enjoyment part of it. And it's nice to be part of that little family. Yeah, and I suppose two weeks till an Ulster final, you'll enjoy that and the build-up to that as well. Yeah, definitely two weeks. Uh, it's probably a busy two weeks. It's in Ahar now against Clonmany. Carried off. Carried off, sorry. Um, edit that there, really. um, But no, it's um, brilliant. Just the excitement kind of for the next two weeks. It'd be great to kind of get a good Cavan support uh, for us and Lurgan support and Virginia support and hopefully the kind of local local uh, business people will get out and support us and we'll probably be looking for sponsorship and to get the flags up and everything so no it's exciting times and this is where we want to be this is the stage um, I know we still have a league final within Cavan to be played as well so we'll have to go back kind of to the drawing board and see when we'll get that in but look these girls love playing football um, this is why they're here they're really enjoying themselves they're happy out and we want to go and win another championship now Delighted to be joined by the Lorgan minor captain, Kiva Halpin, after a fantastic Ulster semi-final win. Kiva, you're now into an Ulster final. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah, and it's great. In two weeks' time, you take on uh, carried off off um, down in Otter. But it's fantastic reigning champions to, to get back to an Ulster final um, and to do so, so convincingly, really. Yeah, I suppose we know what it's like. So we know that we really want to get back there again. And it's good that... Well, we've had some tough games, so we'll probably be a bit more prepared than we were last year, like a few easy games, but it's good that we know we still have something left in us. And look, talk to me about that game. You, you had to withstand a lot of pressure, and in fairness, the scoreboard looked uh, convincing, but your backline again were, were immense. Yeah, our backline were so good. I couldn't even count the amount of tackles and blocks that they were getting in, and they just, they just had everything covered. And I suppose we were lucky to get like goals more than points because there wasn't too many points difference, but... Well, no, like score, like a mental score difference, but so you're going to get the goals. Yeah, when you look at the scoreboard, actually, both sides scored the same amount, but six goals, five came in, an 11 minute spell of absolute brilliance. Kira Brady, um, I think she was a late start to the team getting three of those, but it shows how strong your actual complete squad is this year. 
yeah, I suppose she was told literally as we had come in for the warm-up that she was going on. So fair play to her coming out, getting three goals or four goals out of those six. Like all, one, 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 it was so good. Don't know how we managed to get that many goals in that much. Little I could see you're absolutely buzzing. It's, it's massive to be back in an Ulster final. How does it feel putting you on the spot straight away? Oh yeah, definitely feels amazing. You know, a bit of pressure right now talking, but... Um, yeah, well, we're so excited, so we're going to have so much fun preparing for it for the next few weeks, and we're so up for it, so hopefully we'll go and do it again. Great, thanks, Kiva. No problem. Aideen, I have to start off with, there, there seems to be, and you've, you've seen this team on the journey the, the, the whole way this year, but listening to Kiva Halp and listening to Niamh, they they seem to be enjoying it. Niamh was talking about, you know, plaiting each other's hair on the way up in the bus and giggling and laughing and having a great old journey. And Quiva Halpin mentioned, we're going to have great fun in the next couple of weeks preparing for us the final. I just love that. I, I We don't hear that often enough, but it is great fun. And they're in a privileged position. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose at this time of the year, you're training in nearly December now at this stage to be saying you're going to have great fun in the winter months, the cold evenings. It's It shows really the togetherness of that team. But you can see it on the field. You can see it off the field when the girls were coming off, the smiles on their faces when they were subbed, the the scenes after the, the full-time whistle went. And even when Kiva was coming over to do her interview, what you can't see in the interview is she was absolutely buzzing. You know, I was nearly following her around with the phone because she just kept jumping away. You know, she was just that that delighted. So, uh, yeah, no, look, they just look like a team that Neva's said it so many times that are really enjoying their football. And that's that's corresponding onto the field. Yeah, it clearly is. You, the, the eleven minute spell you mentioned there in the, in the interview that must have been just phenomenal to watch. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, I, look, I suppose the Oma side probably started stronger. Lorgan's backs again stood up to the challenge of that. Oma probably had uh, two probably goal chances in the opening four minutes. Cora McDonald, the fullback, made an unbelievable save. The captain, Kiva Halpin, made a last-second uh, tackle on the full forward. And then Sinead uh, Kelly also made a block as well. And from the sixth minute on, it was Lorgan. You know, complete and utter dominance. They got the first goal, youngster Kira Brady, who was a very late addition. I think the ball was nearly ready to be um, thrown in. And Kira Brady was um, introduced to the starting lineup. Ella Morgan was carrying an injury and had said just she didn't feel right after the warm-up. So... Kira Brady came in, she got her first goal in the sixth minute and with 17 minutes on the clock, she got her hat-trick goal after Lorgan hit five goals on the bounce. And it was just complete nut or dominance. Um, as I said, you know, Oma threw everything at them, but it was Lorgan who got that first score of the game. And um, yeah, it was, it was class. They were just so clinical, so ruthless in front of the goal. They were nearly shouting at times to put it over the bar, but they only had one thing in their mind and that was wrapping up the game. And and they'd done that very early on. Yeah, it, it... It's it sounds like not just a team that that are enjoying themselves, but they're expressing themselves really well, both defensively, with with their honesty in terms of that they seem to be getting back there, working working hard. The defense seems to be the almost the leaders within the group that they are the ones that are saying, "Well, we'll we'll get the ball back and use going and put them in the back of the net." Like it, it's a it sounds like it's a great a great team spirit, but a great game plan for them too. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose at halftime, there were nine points up. But I wouldn't say they were comfortable, you know, that kind of way. Their backs were put to the wall. But when you have a back line as, as solid as these Lorgan girls have proven to be in this campaign, I suppose they probably felt a lot more confident than anyone did in the stand. I was talking to a few supporters and they were saying, oh, I know we're so far ahead, but just not 
settled yet. But again, Oma threw everything at them for about 20 minutes in the second half and they only managed to score two points in the second half. And that's a testament to the, the backline. I think sometimes you look at the score and you say six goals in the Ulster semi-final, the forwards were class. But, you know, full credit to the backline as well. They really do put in their shift in there and put the bodies in the line. I lost count of how many blocks the backs made. In particular, Cora McDonald, I'd say she made five or six heroic blocks in that full back line. But um, yeah, look, a, a full, fully deserving win and a real team effort. Look, when you look at midfield, Kiva Halpin and Ava Hayes, they're probably the unsung heroes to do all the dirty work up and down the fields. Um, but they were excellent once again for them. So um, yeah, as you said, they're, they're a really good team. They're gelling together and you can see that togetherness on and off the field in them. Did it have the feeling, it didn't sound like it after the game and on, on the interviews, did it have the feeling that well, we were just back in an Ulster final or did it feel a bit more exciting than that? Yeah, no, as I said, when, when you looked at Kiva Halford buzzing around the field in, in her interview and the scenes afterwards, yeah, they're delighted to be back in the Ulster final. Um, look, I, Neve Daly has said it or Neve at Simons. I don't know which we're going to refer to her as. Uh, she's definitely the Lorgan woman anyway. We'll not give her the, the killing hair <laughs> woman tag anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah, look, she said it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, she said it, it. They're so different from last year, you know, in in a lot of ways. You know, they lost a few players from last year. They've gained younger girls like Kira Brady, who's come on, scored a hat trick. Um, but yeah, I think this is different with them. I, I don't think they've ever, when you talk about last year, they're nearly like we're looking forward to this year. You know, they're not dwelling on what they've done last year. And I think that's nice, nice about them. And, and you can see it. Look, as I said, you probably nearly had to be there to see how delighted they were after the full time whistle. Uh, to see how much it means to them. For a lot of these girls, this is the first chance in an Ulster final. You know, that's how different this panel is from last year. There's numerous girls who, who weren't there last year and a lot of girls who weren't getting game time last year. So, um, yeah, it, it is different. And I suppose for the club, it's massive to be back in a Ulster final a year after winning it. Yeah, well, look at They play um, Carrie Duff from down in the final. That's on the 10th of December at 1pm in Ahar, in the southern part of, of Tyrone. So uh, we'll look ahead to that um, before the before the final. We'll, we'll definitely do a bit of a preview on that. Before I let you go, Aideen, uh, congratulations are in order for Drumlane. Yeah, yeah, huge congratulations. Drumlane picked up the um, Ulster Ladies Club of the Year Award on Saturday night in the Ulster um, End of Year Awards night in Kelly's Inn. So um, a massive achievement, I suppose, for Drumlane on, on what's been a really historic year for them picking up their for- club's first ever senior championship final in their first year of asking. Um, so, yeah, it was nice for them to be recognised um, for that up in Ulster as well. Yeah, absolutely. Huge congratulations to, to Drumlane and and uh, congratulations, obviously, to Lorgan as well. So, uh, Aidan, that's all we've time for, but we'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, Damien. That's all we've time for on this week's McAvoy Super Value G podcast, folks. Thanks a million for listening. Don't forget to check out the Die Hard service over on patreon.com forward slash We Are Cavan, where we look back on Bally Hayes' success in the Ulster Intermediate semi final and caught up with Porrick Moore, Gary O'Rourke, and Damien Keeney after the game. And we also look back on the Ulster champions, Arva, as they got the better of Black Hill in the Junior Championship final. And we caught up with Fimber O'Reilly, Keen O'Hara, James Morris and Kevin Boucher after the game as well there. So if you want to hear any of that or all of that, head on over to patreon.com forward slash we are Kevin. Thanks a million for listening to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast. Paul, thanks for your time. Thanks, Demo. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar.
It was hard, fast football after that. You're in care of a nice yeah! Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then the cave, and it's over the lap, and Kevin are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonough, what a goal! Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah!